This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Time now for our regular fortnightly korero with Dunedin Mayor Aaron Hawkins who joins us on the line. Now, Morena, Aaron, nice to have you with us again. Yoda, good morning. It's uh, been um, a really fun time in Dunedin over the last uh, couple of weeks since we last spoke. We've had uh, the chance to celebrate Poaka Matariki Festival for 2022. In fact, it's still going on. We've got events right through until the 3rd of July. Um, tell us about how you celebrated the first national public holiday. Yeah, really, really special to uh, for all of us to be a part of this moment. And uh, we had a, a beautiful uh, event down at Otago Museum uh, on on the Friday morning. Uh, bringing in Puaka uh, Matriki, and then uh, on on Friday night, uh, Mana Moana Otsukoti uh, kicked off and ran uh, over the weekend, and uh, we saw uh, upwards of twenty thousand people uh, going down and, and experiencing uh, that work uh, and and making those uh, connections to uh, Otako Harbour, which is significant to to Mana Whenua here. Uh, and you know it's a it's, like I say a, a real privilege to be a part of this moment, and I think we can acknowledge also uh, all of those who have gone before us who have been uh, denied uh, this opportunity. And and while it's been elevated um, as a as a national celebration now, uh, the Puaka Matariki Festival here, as you say, which which runs for two weeks, has been going for a, a considerable length of time, and and it's worth acknowledging all of the people who have put in the, the mahi in, in over the last decades to keep the the spirit of uh, of the season alive and, and to grow and, and develop uh, alongside um, what we are collectively learning uh, about uh, about Matsuki. But it is yeah, it's a, it's it's really exciting. I was nervous when they when they made the decision to make it a public holiday that it would run being uh, overly uh, commercialised and just the Briscoe sale, etc. Uh, and I think it's been encouraging that uh, we've so far managed to resist that. But uh, that's something I think that we need to be mindful of as the as the years progress. But it was a beautiful thing to see up and down the Motu, uh, creative expressions of of connection and and Whakapapa and Matauranga Māori and uh, and um, something that is truly ours uh, as a collective celebration. Yeah, certainly up and down um, Aotearoa, New Zealand, uh, but I think we did it really especially well here, was keeping an eye on how other celebrations were going, and, and no doubt across the country, of course, there were very many special moments, but really nice that you know our city did seem to embrace it, um, not just as a holiday, but as an opportunity to reflect and uh, look back and look and look forward and do all the things that... Um, now this traditional time of year has been about for a very long time. So, uh, yeah, well, the council, I guess, will have been pleased that, that its investment in uh, in and what it contributed to aspects of the celebration um, were were lapped up by the public, and I, I suppose we look forward to the, to the next one. Um, Give them a chance to get some sleep first, though. It's been uh, been a long week. Well, your events people don't really get that chance, do they? Because um, <laughs> no. we've got a, a huge weekend coming up next weekend with uh, the Midwinter Carnival being celebrated over two uh, evenings, plus, of course, the big rugby test, the All Blacks versus the Irish. Um, that tour got off to um, to a start last night with a convincing win by um, the Māori All Blacks. Um, um, did you watch the game? Uh, I, I did watch it over my mother's shoulder while I was 
dutifully prepared for our uh, for our meetings today. But uh, it was certainly yeah, certainly good to see the uh, see the Irish here in you know a very um, uh, emotional tribute at the start of of that game, which was um, you know beautiful to see. It will be. Um, um the biggest weekend I think that we've seen um, since uh, um, we've been talking about a certain virus um, and when we bring all these people into the centre of the city for these events uh, over the, the coming uh, days and particularly over over next weekend um, you know what is your feeling as as we now have this mix of um, large events with groups coming together and still sections of our society that are feeling very reticent about doing anything like that. Yeah, there's no doubt that we're in a in a difficult um, position at the moment as we've shifted from uh, a collective uh, public health response in terms of dealing with uh, COVID nineteen. And although you know that's not that's that was for a long time all we had to worry about, and now we've got. Uh, the return of, of um, the flu season um, with a vengeance uh, and other and, and other other bugs that are doing the rounds, uh, but we're now asking people to make individual risk assessments ultimately about uh, how comfortable they are uh, in in public places or in large crowds and uh, and managing uh, their response to 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 various things. And so you know we can we know that there are people. Um, who are particularly vulnerable and, and who are particularly reticent, and that is entirely understandable. Um, but at the same time, um, there are others who aren't, and, and this is a, uh, a great opportunity for those who aren't uh, to be able to uh, to gather together and uh, celebrate, whether that's with Fano at the Midwinter Carnival or uh, or at the, at the rugby over the weekend. As you say, it's sort of the, the first uh, glimpse of... What what it was like in the before times, uh, and it will be interesting to see uh, how the how the community responds. Um, uh, certainly, wasn't a hell of a lot of social distancing, physical distancing going on down at Steamer Basin over the weekend, um, and and you know that's uh, those are uh, those are decisions for the individual. We also know that it's been a, a tough run for for businesses that rely on uh, big events in the way that hospitality and, and, and accommodation do. And so it will be uh, a big weekend for them. Graduation was uh, equally was a, a welcome was welcome respite. Uh, and it was interesting reading uh, Mark Scully's comments this morning. You know, the industry itself uh, is still um, trying to rebuild its capacity and, and they will present uh, the best offering they can. We, we know that over the weekend, but uh, I think people also need to be uh, uh, be prepared to be a bit patient uh, if, you, if they're availing themselves of of those offerings because it's certainly not um, certainly not back at at full strength, full capacity. Just finally, Aaron, uh, as you've indicated, you were just uh, I imagine checking and rechecking the numbers for a very important meeting today. Um, the Dunedin City Council considering whether to allow its chief executive to draw down $445 million of debt in the next financial year to fund um, the works program. Uh, also set to approve a 6.5% rates increase at a time where we're on the brink of recession, at a time where households are doing it really tough. Um, but you believe these decisions still need to be made? 
Uh, well, yeah, certainly checking and rechecking the numbers, and that probably would have been a helpful thing for Mr Miller to do. So uh, there is no decision being made today about allowing the chief executive to draw down $445 million uh, of debt in the next financial year, uh, as, uh, as has been reported this morning. Uh, that would be impossible given that our capital and entire capital works program for for the next financial year is only a, is, well less than half that uh, around the the 180 million dollar mark uh, that will take our uh, our overall debt position to uh, to to 440 million dollars but that is a very different thing uh, to going out and borrowing that amount of money uh, in uh, in a single year uh, and these are decisions uh, today that are uh, ultimately confirming uh, what what we decided in May on the back of uh, public feedback and submissions and public hearings, uh, and in terms of the capital program, uh, the decisions that were made during the 10-year plan uh, with a close to billion-dollar capital works program uh, to in, to invest in fixing our ageing infrastructure and, and upgrade the facilities that we have in our city to meet the um, meet the aspirations that our community has. And, and these aren't decisions that we we make lightly, and 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 certainly the the bigger picture um, at a macroeconomic level is is shifting, and 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 people are rightly nervous about that. Uh, but it doesn't it doesn't help us have those uh, those conversations with our community when uh, the work that we're doing and and the decisions that we're making are, are presented in the way that they have been. It's, you'd acknowledge, though, wouldn't you, that that for those who um, are facing, let's say, even just a, the rates increase over the coming years, um, there are going to be many families that are going to struggle with that. And what would you say to those families? Yeah, yeah, and, and that and that is and that is always uh, that is always the case, and that is always the um, the the balance that that we have to strike, and and the. The problem is once we go down the path of trying to uh, slash our operating budgets, because it's, it's our operating budget uh, that sets the, the um, largely drives the increase in, in rates required, and that is things like libraries and, and swimming pools uh, and and those sorts of of public facilities uh, and services that we offer. And so um, then you have to end up in a conversation about how, whether you are going to reduce the levels of service, reduce the opening hours that you make available to your community. And those those sorts of decisions, perversely, uh, would disproportionately affect people who are uh, on lower incomes. And so it is, it, is, um, it, is always a, it is always a challenge and it is always something that, uh, that we are mindful of and, uh, and you know, the... There is, we have very limited tools available to us uh, to do what it is that um, that we need to do and that, that our community wants us uh, to do. And and um, you know, it's a, sadly, it's a it's a blunt instrument. But um, you know, we are absolutely mindful of the um, the, the short term action. Uh, but I can't. I don't think we can let go of the. Uh, the longer term thinking that we're doing about uh, investing in in the city for the longer for the longer term. The Need Mayor Aaron Hawkins, appreciate the time you've taken this morning to join us uh, on uh, what is another significant day for decision making in the city. Um, appreciate that, and we look forward to catching up with you again. Thank you for your time. Thank you.
This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.